0: Welcome, welcome. Welcome once again to EOB Salon Talk. EOB Salon Talk is much more than salon talk. It's about conversation that actually happens in the salon. Marriages, relationship, finances, politics, just to name a few. Let's talk. Welcome, welcome. Welcome. To tonight's episode of EOB Salon Talk, tonight we have a special guest with me tonight, none other than Diddy Run the City, <laughs> Mark the Barber. So do me a favor, help me. Can you please introduce yourself to my guest?
1: How you doing? My name is Mark the Barber. I'm known as Mark the Barber, Diddy Run the City. I'm a well-known promoter. Uh, I would probably say probably top five promoters in Westchester. Hmm. Uh, you know, get to, get to know me.
0: Get to know me. So, how are you doing today, Mark? Welcome, anyway. Welcome. Is this your first time? It's my first time. Well, this, let's this. do it the proper way. Cheers. Welcome.
1: Yes, I feel welcome to ready. Mm.
0: Yeah. So, how are you today? How, is, how are things going?
1: Uh, after a, it was a nice weekend. I can't so, complain. So, you
0: know, as a promoter, that's the first question I'm going to ask mm. you. How are things going? Mm. So, we've met on... Couple occasions, I know you used your no, barber, you, you shape me up yeah, a little yeah, time, yeah, 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 yeah. you know. So, yeah. but tonight, tonight's conversation is going to be a little bit different. It's going to be a little bit different, deeper. Different. It's going to be good. See, I have notes today. All right, <laughs> I have my notes today. A um, couple things. I know you as a barber, right? Mm-hmm. And this is EOB Salon Talk, so I want to just dive right in and jump mm-hmm. with that conversation mm-hmm. there. As a barber, what are some of the things that has happened? great things, funny things. You know, what are some of your greatest experiences as a barber?
1: Oh, man. Over the last 10 years, I it's it's it's, it's a long list. But I could say some of the craziest things I've seen happen <laughs> were customers trying to fight over a haircut. Huh. Um they uh ready to, you know, they, they actually went outside and destroyed somebody's vehicle. Um I've seen I've seen uh females fighting in a barbershop over over somebody. I've seen Many, many, many
0: <laughs> different things over the last 10 years. Oh, wait. We may need to stick to this conversation. <laughs> wait, wait. Let me see my questions. We may need to stick to this. So you, you've been having the same fun I've been having mm-hmm, here. Mm-hmm. But what have been your, some of your favorite things, though? So we've seen some stuff that happened. I know you are a celebrity barber. Yeah. What are some of the favorite things you've seen? Um,
1: the favorite things I've seen was being able to know that your name is large, where celebrities are hitting you in your DMs. Yeah, managers calling you for their artists, um, to get a haircut or get a lineup and they're actually coming to you, to your shop or they, they actually sending an Uber for you to come to their hotel. So oh, you wait. <clears throat> yeah. yeah.
0: So if that's the case, then I'm going to ask you then I'm going to name drop and you know, that's what we do here. <laughs> Who are some of the, the, um, celebrities you've been working with? <clears throat> um, over the last couple of years, it's been like people, mm-hmm.
1: people like, um, you know, Snoop from the wire, um. Zoe Dollars, um, okay. Uh, um, guys from Dipset, um, Hell Rail. It's um, it's a, a few. Um, I've also cut Trump. If everybody knows Trump, Trump. Yeah, he's animal. he's been a guest here. Um, he's been a guest. It's it's been a few. It's been a few.
0: Okay, well, good. I am. So, do you love? So, why did you decide to get into this? profession. I could tell you why I decided to be a hairstylist, right? Mm-hmm. So why did you decide to be a barber?
1: It was, for me, at first it wasn't It was a decision. It was something mm. that I felt like I grew into as a youth. Like I grew into it. Coming from, my uncle is a, is a barber, uh, upstate New York, well-known barber. He started out, um, you know, I have cousins as barbers. You know, so I kind of grew into it, and then it, it became something that I felt like I could I could tackle as a task, and it just grew, it just it just stuck with me.
0: And you're good at it because my you know my sides be on point. <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie, you will be lining me up. I just have a problem with you though, because sometimes I can't find you because you're busy yeah. flying to places. But you know, <laughs> low key, ain't low gonna key, complain. Low key. I ain't <laughs> gonna complain. I ain't gonna complain. You know, as long as you're making the money, absolutely. But so I know I've known you doing haircuts Mm because you've been one Mm -hmm. of my barbers Mm -hmm. um one of my most famous barbers actually so i've known you in that realm but i also knew you know you on like a another level where we speak we conversate and we Mm -hmm. spoke about events Mm -hmm. and then i realized you are a party Promoter. promoter how did that come about
1: um well knowing that i built my name to be a certain way as far as um not just a regular barber. You know, you have these barbers out here. They're just a regular barber. There's barbers. There's cutting here. What I did now, I, um, I started linking with some people. Uh, what I would do, I would go to different events. Oh, that's Martha Barber. Oh, you know, and it, it, built, it built from there.
0: So you created your brand.
1: Exactly. Started a okay. brand with my name. Um, and it, 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 just, it just took off. And the first opportunity that I got to actually do a major, major party, it was with designer um, before mm-hmm. he got popping and that was that was i want i want to say 2014 2013 2014 mm-hmm. and you know that was my first that was my first major uh, celebrity party and from there it just took a flight of it it took
0: course. a so let me ask you this question what is one thing you love about what you do
1: um the most thing i love the promotion. about it, the promotion yeah the promotion side of it is knowing that i can bring people together no matter, no matter what's going on, um, no matter the the, the storm what of uh, uh, what they're facing, they could come out have a good time, good vibes, good energy. They leave. I gotta go to the next Martin Butler party. You know, it's always something to talk about. And and, and, and you know, you, you you come there, you leave there, and, 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 and with a good vibe. You know, you want to come back versus going somewhere else and uh, I d- I never want to go there again. That guy, he don't know what he's doing. With me, I like to go around my parties. How you doing? You know what I'm saying? And, and make, make everybody feel, feel welcome.
0: So if I come to one of your parties, you know, I want to be, you know, so can I come in and be escorted in? have a VIP section. Of course. Do we have, like, VIP section? Of course. So it's all bottle popping? Of course. Hey, of course. I'm of coming course. to one of your parties. <laughs> hey. What is the next one? Because I'm coming.
1: Um, my next major one I'm working on. I'm working on actually two major parties this right now. now. Two major, major parties right now. Um Gearing towards probably the end of November into December. Mm. Yeah, so.
0: Make sure it's around my birthday time. You know, I'm a Christmas baby, so you know how that is. Your birthday
1: is in December, that's a
0: fact, yeah. What what do people misunderstand about you most, you think?
1: I think people misconstrue the fact of how generous I am. And I like to give people chances, and I like to help people, especially put money in their pockets as far as, especially being in the light that I'm in. Mm -hmm. You know, um... I can remember a few years ago when I had Sue's Rendezvous on the Tuesdays, all the main, all the main uh, artists in Westchester, I, I made a platform for them to come and perform. Mm. And I was there every Tuesday. Um, I could tell you um, I had nights in different areas, different clubs where I put other people on with me to make money. So I think bottom line, people t- tend to misconstrue um, how nice I am. And they th- it's like, it comes off as if, oh, you know, we can try to, use Mark or we can try to, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm, you know, I've always been teps- 10 steps ahead and I always pe- leave yeah. people rope to hang themselves.
0: Mm. You know what I'm saying?
1: So that's just what it is. And it's I don't, I don't, you know, I don't take it, I don't take it far. I just know who the kind of person you are. I know how to deal with you. And I, I just keep it as that.
0: I do believe in Whatever we do in life, we gotta actually get lessons from it, right? Of, of course. So I'll ask you, what is one of your biggest failures? And what was the lesson you learned from it?
1: One of my biggest failures was, and it still haunts me every day. Mm. One of my biggest failures was, I got, this, and this is, a, this is a real life story, I got invited to the Wadden Out um, stage. Rick Ross right. and uh, Groovy Lou. And My dude. I, I was, I remember I got the invitation the day before. Mm. And they kept, they kept texting me, texting me, texting me, texting me, texting me. Um, I was in the barbershop working, like I'm always working, working, working in the barbershop.
0: Was I one of the clients? No, okay. not okay, that day. Okay, good, good,
1: good. Um, and I was supposed to leave from, I was supposed to leave Mount Vernon at about 3.30, I was told, and I ended up leaving at about five.
0: Mm.
1: And by the time I got to the PlayStation Theater, in Manhattan. I miss, I miss my slot, I missed the time. Mm. And when I saw, I saw Groovy and I saw Ross, they were so pissed. And I said to myself, that was a door that was set up for me and I, and I blew it.
0: Bro-
1: I blew it and I told myself never again.
0: What did you learn from it?
1: What I learned was that time is everything and you gotta be punctual with time.
0: <laughs> time is everything mm. and you have to be punctual. Absolutely. Um, and i would also use that i would also use that as a way to to empower yourself mm-hmm. i would assume you use mm-hmm. that as an empowerment mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and a way to empower yourself yeah. so looking back on that failure then or that cuz sometimes we look at things as failures right but sometimes things don't happen to you, happen for you. Yeah, like because it actually, I would look at you and say, Mark, that probably motivate you to do yeah, more, right? Absolutely. And, and things are handed to you because at that point, Groovy and Rick Ross was handing something to you. Mm-hmm. Now I watch you mm-hmm. working for stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So I would say if you had to go back with all the experience that you've had so far, what would be one of your, what would you say to a younger you?
1: I would tell a younger Mark to be more diligent um, mm. and be more earnest in everything um, and don't, don't, don't get too comfortable. Um, yeah, don't get too comfortable. Don't, you know, mm-hmm. don't let up. Absolutely.
0: And then what also would you tell a young barber as a barber? As a person going into your field, as a hairstylist, I have a lot of things that I would probably say to a hairstylist you know, how to do it, how to not do it, how to, the patience they should have with the clients. Like, what would you, what advice would you give regarding our profession, I should say? I,
1: I, I, w- I would say, um, with, with regards to our profession as, as a young mm. Mark, um, it would be to take your craft more seriously. Mm um, and don't, don't play yourself don't mm. second guess yourself don't doubt yourself um, certain things happen some happen for a lesson and some happen for you know, a reason so don't be hard on yourself just keep pushing and, and, and keep going until you reach the mark
0: okay what 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 have you learned being i learned a lot of things as a hairstylist standing behind the chair Mm -hmm. i think standing behind the chair is one of the most powerful things you could actually do it's the best and because i i always say to my friends i stand in a position of power right Mm -hmm. and me saying that is not to be arrogant or anything it's just to be it's a fact that I'm actually standing here listening to the person sitting in my chair providing a service for them. Mm-hmm. So I'll ask you this question. What would be one of your most powerful moments standing behind a chair?
1: It, with that, it can't just be one because it happens on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. I won't lie to you. Exactly. Um, I can tell you honestly, and I, and I can attest to this being that it's, you know, it happens so frequently. mm mm-hmm. To be able to hear people's stories and things that they're facing in their personal life and to be someone of a beacon to inspire, um, to uplift. Um, You know, I'm a very religious person. I believe in the Most High. So when I hear certain stories and I hear certain things that people are dealing with with their kids or Mm. within themselves, within the family, you know, that's why I feel like I'm so generous, um, not just with, not just with um, uplifting or encouragement, but also with trying to find a way to help somebody else, put them in different positions where they can, you know, stand on their own two feet, instead of feeling like you know they are lost in life and they're they're at a point where they, there's no return. You know, for me personally, I, I don't I don't ever hide who I believe in and, and who I serve as as a man, mm-hmm. especially being a father. Wow. Um, god is number one and I, I can never say that i'm here without god
0: you Most side yeah
1: i've always stood by that and it's been many times where i've i've I probably felt like he's left my side based off of things that i've done things that i've I've entertained but i can say that you know for the most part i've always dive into that mm-hmm. when it comes on to you know my customers or walking or people i, inter- I, I, I encounter with on a, on a regular basis
0: I think most people misunderstand what we do as a service people I call mm-hmm. us the service, service people yes, right yes, yes. because sometimes we go home and I give thanks to to our spouses mm-hmm, too mm-hmm. because sometimes we go home with different energies mm-hmm. than we left home with so I'm now after 20 something years of doing this yeah Learning how to let it go, how to breathe, how to meditate, how to release it. So I'm just now learning that through, you know, after years of experience, how to, how do you decompress? How do you, because sometimes client comes in with so much issues, you know, how do you as a barber decompress from it? Because People say this is salon talk, but this could be barber talk because I've <laughs> been to profession. get my hair done sometimes, yeah. Yeah. and I've heard some conversation. Yes, yeah. I do get lines line yeah. up. Yes, yeah. Yeah. I've heard conversation sitting in your chair. Yes, that I'm like, <laughs> how do you decompress and go home with a different energy? How do you How do you decompress?
1: Um, like you said, let's get back to what you said. You know, dealing with the the, the 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 service that we do and we give out to to people, our clients, we take on different energies. Oh. Every day You know what I'm saying So Yes we absorb a f- Sometimes we can absorb We can absorb their energy um, How you decompress For me personally Is Not uh, I, I don't I don't go home With those burdens I uh, Before I even come out my car I actually Try to Take a breath um, Even I let More my bu- even, even before uh, I, I leave my shop I go in the bathroom Cause here's the thing and if anyone who knows me, I, I, I cut hair with gloves on. So I'm gonna give yeah, you yeah. I example. was wondering that one time, but anyway, I, go I, ahead. I, I cut with my gloves on because when I put them on,
0: you want to absorb my energy.
1: E- exactly. I put them when Darn I take it, them. Great when, idea. When I when I take them when I take them off, it's like after a long day's work. You know what I'm saying?
0: Sham- wash your hands. Wash my hand. Wash I my face.
1: Clean hand. my fingers. Right, and I even brush my teeth in the bathroom. I have a toothbrush in the bathroom. You know what I'm saying because after eating, you work all day and right. eat. Mm-hmm. I brush my teeth. You know what I'm saying yeah, so I do all that. We should
0: practice that. But when
1: huh. I eat, when I do all I do all that even before I, I I even go in the house. When I go in the house, I, what I normally do I have a bottle of alcohol with a spray bottle on it. And I spray throughout the house, especially with COVID. I spray throughout the house. Oh,
0: yeah. You know, we, wait, we're, we're hairstylists and barbers, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, during COVID, we, we leave our stuff outside in the middle of the door. And your, your spouse are, honey, why are you coming in naked? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, no. That's just for COVID. absolutely. Absolutely,
1: absolutely, yeah. absolutely. We get it.
0: But bring, you said COVID, mm-hmm. which leads me to my next question. Okay. We're in sync here. How were you affected by COVID? Like as a barber and a promoter, how are you um, affected most by? Court? I'm gonna be a hundred percent. Yeah, that's the only thing you're gonna do here, and you'll be long top.
1: And this is why I say, you see, when you put God first, hey, no doors can be shut. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Preach, um, brother Mark. <laughs> <laughs> through through um, the whole pandemic, at first, a lot of people didn't know I caught it, and I I actually stayed to myself for a little while. Yeah, so did I. You know, and um, after that, I you know. Us being from the Caribbean, from Jamaica, you know, you hear about, you know, the, you know, about the home remedies and so stuff like So you use that. a little white rum and stuff Of course, and get ginger, ready. all that stuff. <laughs> and I, 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 I it, aside, aside, from, you know, what the doctors prescribe, I, 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 you know, I nursed myself back to help, to my my normal self. And right. Um, my phone, you know, was, of course that time frame, I kept, I kept curving calls, curving, you know. Mhm. Um, but it wasn't up, up until probably two weeks later. I just started, um, so I'm gonna just push and go out mm. there. I started putting on my gloves like I usually do, put my two gloves on, mask up, put two masks on, my face mask.
0: <laughs> do your thing, bro.
1: You know, and I, I was going into people's houses, cutting hair. You know, I was going places all, I was going to New Jersey, Long Island, I was in Brooklyn, I was in Queens, I was uh White Plains, I was in Harrison, I was upstate New York, I was all over cutting hair. Mm. And by the grace of God, um, it, you know, it happened at a time where people was like, "Oh man, Mark, you came in clutch." And as far as even with the party scene, yes, it put a damp on us. But um, through a cousin of mine, you know, he had a, a, a he found an area where he we could you know open do up. Do little and, things safely. And, yeah, yeah, safely. You um, know, mm-hmm. he he called me one day it was a Sunday afternoon. He called me and he said to me, "Your cousin, what do you think about this spot?" And he was actually in the middle of setting it up. Building a, you know, building a nice little bar whatever the case is in. Mm-hmm. I said, listen, man, it can go on. You know, it can, you know something, can, yeah, something can happen. Yeah, something
0: could happen. And so um, overall, I could say that yeah, you, you yeah, did well. Yes.
1: I spoke the words and I, I, put, I put the action behind the words. And it, but it,
0: for me, though, Mark, I'll say, that's what, People, I think this podcast is just for me to entertain people that I admire. <laughs> yeah. Because I admire your drive, and I admire what you do, and I admire, you know, I like to be a person that sit in the cuff and observe people, right? Mm-hmm. We've talked about different things, and I speak stuff to people to hear what their ideas are and their, you know, their mindset is. Mm-hmm. I do that a lot, mm-hmm. uh, actually. And what I like with you, I remember one day you were doing an event on and everything, and we were having a conversation, and you said, you called me Ma, which I didn't like, but anyway, <laughs> you said, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. I'm going to be. I'm a celebrity. I'm going to do this. But one thing I believe in, and I probably learned this a long time ago, mm-hmm. you have to see yourself where you want to be in life. Absolutely. Right? And, and most people can't see themselves past. Where they are. a certain sort of level, yeah. What I love about you is you see yourself where you want it to be. Yeah. And I've never told you that. Yeah. And I looked at you one day and I, I did this to you. And mm. I did this to you and you said, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> but I'm like, he didn't even know why I was doing that. I was doing that because I recognized that you see yourself where you actually want to be. Yeah. And people may look at us. Sometimes I see, I, I visualize my life in that way. I don't visualize my life and where I am right now. Mm-hmm. Because if you visualize your life, and I'll say this to people that's watching, sometimes your vision is bigger than the person sitting there. So don't share your vision. Exactly. Just, just keep visualizing. Yes. This is why I love a yes. vision board. Because yes. 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 when I cut those pictures and put on a vision board, nobody know what it is. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. And I love that you do that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you one thing, right? Who are... <laughs> What? Give me three of your most inspirational person. Three of your most three people that inspire you the most. And then I'm gonna tell you something after <laughs> you told me those. Tell me those. Things. Um, I would say, from. Hmm.
1: Three people that inspire me
0: doesn't have to be in any particular order. Yeah, There's yeah. three people that inspire you. I, it may be me, hard to give you give me three. No, but no, start. I, I am. Start.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna say for starters. Number one, I would say um, because that's that's the route I came so to speak. Even though you know it's way way past my generation. But for me, for one, people are gonna look at me when I say it's crazy, like I'm crazy. But no, I won't. For me, Marcus Garvey. <laughs> um,
0: which is one of mine, actually. Marcus
1: Garvey. Um, Why?
0: And do not give the same answer as me.
1: No, Marcus Garvey, because just like me, mm. he, he was a uh, he was a visionary, and he saw us on a on a on a different. Um, he saw us in a different light. He wanted better for the race, and he didn't stay stuck to how he was living.
0: So Let me clarify this. Marcus Garvey is actually a national era of Jamaica, yes, right? Yes, absolutely. And Marcus Gar- Garvey is one of the, the one of our national era, but yes. they are all he's also one person that helped us to get to the mentality that we are today. Mm-hmm. Um, people say a lot of other people, but I do admire who Marcus Garvey is mm-hmm. and I'm I'm actually going to give give a little notes and stuff on my in my Instagram. Yeah. Regarding Marcus Garvey, because I think he's one of those heroes that people look at and was like, oh, Marcus Garvey, but they don't understand the power, they don't understand the power. that he brings yeah. to us as a people. Yeah. Especially he, the Jamaicans. He fought for us. Yeah. And made us believe in stuff mm-hmm. that most people couldn't see. He yes. actually said visions. Yes, I said visions. Yeah, I, I just fell in love with you right now. <laughs> Even more. I, I, no, because most people never look at it like that. When mm-hmm. we went to school, we look at who Marcus Garvey is and who Nanny and mm-hmm. Samson. We know who the national heroes are mm-hmm. in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. But Marcus Garvey for me and Nanny is yes. one of mine too. Yes, yes. So those two people are mine. Who's yeah. your next one?
1: My next one is... um. You know, it, it's crazy, it's, it's because for me, they, they're one and two, um, Malcolm X and mm. Dr. King. The reason, I said doc, the reason I said Malcolm X, and I heard someone watching a documentary the other day, uh, because I'm a, I'm a vague, I'm a, if you know me, I'm a, I'm a big person. I'm big on history. I love history.
0: That's right. Because um, without history, you won't know where you're from, so exactly. you won't know where you're going.
1: Exactly. So um, with, with with Malcolm X, Malcolm X was for... He was speaking of the present in a sense of he wanted his people to wake up that time frame. And with Dr. King now, Dr. King spoke about the future. Instead of instead of instead of him staying stuck on what was going on presently in 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 you know in his era, he was talking about where he wants us to be. Mm. um And I think with Dr. with um with Marcus Garvey and Malcolm X, and if those who know about Malcolm X, Malcolm X came from the same teachings as marcus garvey um because of his father
0: uh you're well answered you
1: know because of his father and um yeah. he followed the same principle with the teaching of elijah muhammad so it took him it it it, it took him um that almost 40 years to teach that and you know even though he's sp- you know he said certain things and you know spoke out of turn and Disregard what you know the the the, the prophet said. He st- I think I think he still accomplished what he you know he was sent to do. Um, and he was person of action. He was person of action, and for for him to do that, it made at that time in the 60s and the 50s it made black people, especially us being in Jamaica, say you know we can fight. So for me, I'm a fighter. You know I'm yes, a, I'm I'm a, I'm a cancer I'm a Leo so I believe in fighting for your right and fighting for what you actually want out of life. You know, you, you, you don't say- It's not going to be easy, you're going to push through it, You got to push through it. You know? so you. that that's that's for me, those are my three heroes.
0: Thank you.
1: Those are my three Thank heroes. Thank you. You know, I, I, for the people watching this, they're probably going to say some, you know, crazy celebrity rap or whatever, but no. for me, growing up in Jamaica and the, the eight years I lived there and going to school there, I, all that's all I don't know about was Malcolm, Marcus Garvey, Malcolm X, um no no uh, 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 um nanny Dr. don't for,
0: don't be forgetting nanny nanny, nanny you don't know what I'm saying so she my girl those, honey those, she my those, girl
1: those, those those are you know those are my heroes. Those. but let
0: me ask you, you cannot name drop without me asking you this famous question I like to ask on this podcast. If you drop those names, you got to give me your favorite quote. Actually, you got him too because <laughs> with those names, you got a whole lot. Cause that's um, where I get most of mine. But g- g- give me one of your favorite quotes now. Quotes. Um, Doesn't have to be theirs,
1: though. Yeah, I know. Um I'm thinking right now. My mind is blank. Um I would say my favorite that I, I actually study from when I was about 15 mm. was the Dr. King, the I Have a Dream speech. Mm. You know, that one, I have a dream. You know, but the last portion of it, I have a dream that one day, my four kids, you know, will live in a nation that would they will not be judged by the color of their skin, or by the color of their character. You know, that part of that I Have a Dream speech was
0: was why that what was with you?
1: that that for me that was the the vision and the the, the 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 longevity of the work he's starting now, where it it
0: needs to be in the next fifty sixty years. So now that that said, let me ask you this question. Mm-hmm. So, with knowing who Malcolm X was, Mar- Marcus Garvey was, Dr. King was, what's Mark's vision? What's your dream? What's your vision? Your five-year dream, your five-year vision. What's your dream? What's your vision? Because um, when, we, when we follow these powerful people, mm-hmm. I know you got some vision and some dream. I know I, some maybe a secret. to drop a little bit.
1: Honestly, I'm going to touch the bases of one and two. Mm. Uh, one my my ultimate vision f- for me being Mark, Mark the Barber, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I want to be able to give back to my people. Mm. Um, I want to, and I, this was something I pray, I pray to God about on a regular basis. And I know it's going to happen because I keep, I, I f- certain things keep mm-hmm. happening. You know, so, um, it would, to be able to have the means to be able to provide for people who who are in need, who are in need and need that, that 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 push to 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 keep going, you know, to send kids back to school. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the, one of the person that I, I I admire too is LeBron, and I say that because LeBron went to school with about five or six guys, seven guys, and when he got to the point where he can of be able to afford certain things. He sent his friends back to school and each each bought them cars and, Mm. you know, so I look at things like that because that's a part of my vision, you know.
0: I'm going to help you with that vision real quick. So, you know, I have the Giles Foundation so you could start giving back that way because we're about to have our holiday give back so the kids may need a haircut so you could start giving back Uh that way. So, um, you know, we all, but you've done it before. You've come in and helped us with the kids and give haircuts and stuff. Absolutely. So I will tell you, rest assured, you've started the process. Mm -hmm. You've started the journey in giving back. Um, One thing I'll ask, though, I know we've spoken about your favorite quotes. But this is EOB Salon Talk here. Mm-hmm. And I know you're Mark the barber. So how do you like to have your ladies here? Like, so you, know, how you Are you opposed to the weave, the extension, the natural hair? Um, tell me about it. You're a barber, so I know, you know. How do you like it, Mark? For
1: me, I love females that are 100% just uh, natural I don't like
0: oh, no, Mark. And it it's no offense. It's, 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 it's no just offense. <laughs> I just feel like I
1: just feel like don't get me wrong, if you have yeah. a low if you have a low cut mm-hmm. and you have a low do, that's fine.
0: So if I shave my hair, you'll love me more? Of course. Okay, I can I'm I have, shaving my hair tomorrow.
1: Have, I can't get my. I have I have aunts that have ball haircuts. You know, that have ball cuts. So I'm not I'm not against it. It's just as long as it fits your style and your face, mm. I'm all for it. You know what I'm saying? I don't believe that a female who has natural hair, long natural hair, needs to get weave and get wig and all that stuff. It but we no
0: like sense. to change on you. So, you know, with the gentlemen. So, you're you going to touch on this relationship stuff and weave and what you like. So, let me just say, you all like to have these different females. So, I'm going to ask you mm-hmm. this question. Mm-hmm. We do these different styles. So, when we come home today, we're married. I'm caught mm-hmm. it today. Mm-hmm. Wait, no, I'm not caught it today. <laughs> I'm actually Suzette. I could be Suzette one day, Jane one day. You all love it. You know you Mm, love it. mm. Admit it, Mark. You gotta admit it. You love it. You know you like us to change it up, (laughs) and we change it up sometimes just for you guys.
1: That's 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 the part of being spontaneous.
0: Hey, see, I knew we liked the way. (laughs) I knew we liked the way. But anyway, that 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 was good, and I and I get that we all have preference. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. with all that's been said, I'm gonna ask you this question. You cannot name Marcus Garvey, Malcolm X, and Dr. King as your hero without me asking you this one question. What's that? What would you love to be remembered for?
1: Oh, wow. You know, I was thinking about it the other day. That's crazy. As <laughs> I want to be remembered for knowing that um, that Mark came and he conquered. Um mm. Mark came and he did what he sought out he to do, in life. Um, you know, growing up, I, I saw a lot of friends that passed on, um, hmm. friends that their life ended and nothing stood beside memories as far as like, you know, like, for example, Whitney Houston passed away and her passing was a national thing. Um, and because she touched so many lives, and I'm not trying to compare myself to her, but
0: No, you're a mark.
1: I when when I'm when, when I'm gone, I don't want just my family to feel it. Or not feel it, but I don't want my family to to, to be t- just my family to be touched. I want a whole nation to know that, you know, this guy, whatever you want to call me, this guy, this man, this kid, this barber, whatever, um actually conquered and did what he's supposed to do.
0: So with that being said, I'll ask you this question because a person that has that belief. I do have a similar belief, but I'll ask you this. Are you living in your purpose now or are you living in your dreams? That's a tricky question. This is a very tricky
1: question. I would say right now I'm living in my dream.
0: Right. Working towards your purpose. Work,
1: working towards my purpose. Absolutely.
0: There you go. Absolutely. See, it, and, and I love your answer because... A lot of people will say to me, I'm living in my purpose. Yeah. My purpose, I, I, I am truly living my purpose. Mm. I've, I've lived everything I've dreamed, name it, I've accomplished it in my, in my lifetime. But I believe now I'm actually in purpose. Mm. The things I do now are with purpose, mm. meaning it's what God intended me to do, right. what I'm here on this earth to do. Yeah. My job is to give back. My job is to make your life matter, to so mm. make my life matter. Um, If there's anything I could do for you That's what my purpose is We don't always want to live in our purpose Because mm-hmm. sometimes your purpose is never
1: it's, yeah, it's never easy What we want it what to wanted to yeah. be I don't mm-hmm.
0: want to be giving back And I don't want to be doing that But that's, that's where we are mm-hmm. You know what I mean And this is getting too sappy Mm-hmm. Cause I feel that little drippy hair coming, <laughs> and I refuse to cry on an interview with you. Let's cheers for a second. <laughs> cheers, Mark. Yeah, well, get see, me, we, out, we, get we, me out of that we, fit. We, mm, we, I'm we, not. Mm-mm. We talk. We talk.
1: We talk about real stuff, and I, I'm gonna add to what you just said. And a lot of people don't realize this. A lot of people don't realize this. And I, you know, people can say what they want to say, and have their own interpretation of whatever. But facts is facts, and truth is truth. A lot of people. Are tied up in other people, yeah. and I say that because <laughs> God will place something in someone so that your purpose can Preach, come. Preach, boy. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So that's why for me, yes, it means a lot for me knowing that I can be able to be um, someone of a hero to someone, wherein if they're in a situation they're stuck, God says they'll go over there and give this person a hundred dollars, two hundred dollars. And from that $20, I'm, I'm, I'm actually sown into their life. I'm giving something uh, of uh, a, uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, uh, what you call, what's the word? I'm, I'm sowing a seed, I'm sowing in, a seed yep. into them, and that's going to bring them out. Because I've seen it happen many times.
0: I also believe we have to let our light so shine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're letting your light shine, yeah, yeah. so I appreciate yeah, that. But yeah.
0: well, I'm going to get off the stoppage subject because I'm about <laughs> to cry. And I I promise myself I'm not crying on (laughs) another interview. So let's have... What's your pros and cons about promoting? Let's just ask that question that way. My pros...
1: um, Thank you. My my, my pros and cons promotion, um, it will be... The fact of... Knowing that Mm. people come to my events, especially out here in Westchester, Mm -hmm. that... We're doing the pros? Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: It's a successful night. Um, Got it. Um, all my parties to be successful, even with some, you know, even sometimes it may be a little drama, but, yeah. and, you know, f- f- for, for the, for the, for the um, bottom line, it's always successful. People come back. Um, the cons is what I don't like, because even when I do events outside of Westchester, it's not like that, and that's why I feel like people I needed to stop the, the 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 sense of entitlement. <laughs> um, just a few months ago, I was I did an event. Um, I was well, you know I I I was doing events on a weekly basis, and one of those nights, it was a gentleman that came in. This is one this is one instant a gentleman came in, and he didn't want to pay. And my door girl approached. She texted me. First of all, I know Mark. Huh? Everybody, yeah. <laughs> er, er, every, everybody everybody that knows me, you know, they feel like they can say, I'm with Mark the Barber or Mark something good. Now, my door girl don't say, if my door girl, my door girl knows me.
0: and if she says that, Mark didn't tell me that, you have to pay. See, but this is how I look at it, too. When you're, su- when I'm supporting you, I'm supporting you. Mm-hmm. If I'm supporting you, mm-hmm. your event is two dollars. I'm paying my two dollars. Mm-hmm. I can come in. Mm-hmm. If I see you with seven bottles, one may be mine. But I'm just saying, right. I'm gonna support you. I'm paying. Mm-hmm. But I support hundred percent. Like, you know, so I, I, I get that because yeah. even our business, we've seen people come in and want a discount on the haircut. Yes, yes. The haircut is only ten dollars. Like, what business. discount am I gonna give you on a ten dollar haircut? It's, like for real. Anyway. People,
1: pe- people misconstrue personal relationship with business relationship
0: no 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 say that again
1: people misconstrue personal,
0: personal relationship, relationship with business,
1: business relationship. relationship and that's where the, the um dilemma comes in um even with us the professional we do you know it, it sometimes even f- mm-hmm. people that you know for 10 years 15 20 years they feel like oh mark I don't got 20 this week. Am I, is that all right? Every now and then, you know, yeah. But when you feel like you could keep doing it on a frequent basis, it becomes an issue. It becomes a problem.
0: And I don't think a person should ask that because yeah. at the end of the day, this is how we pay our bill. Exactly. This is how we pay our health insurance. Mm-hmm. You have one from your bo- Oh, sorry. <laughs> from your boss. We don't. So I, I relate to that mm-hmm. because I've had a client that don't speak to me because she came in and got her hair done She was going through something. She used to be a regular client, and she got her hair extensions, and I provide the hair, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and she got her hair done. So Mark, you know that wasn't cheap. Yeah, exactly. Then she didn't come in for about months, and I'm asking, you know, I didn't say anything, you know, I know she going through stuff, none of my business, but I did her hair for free. Then you post an Instagram, you got a Louis Vuitton shoes, Mm -hmm. a Louis Vuitton shoes. That's what they do. And then, anyway, two years after, I text her and remind her about my money. And she was mad at me that I text her. She said to me, how dare you? Mm-hmm. She said, how dare you ask me for a couple hundred dollars? Mm-hmm. And I said, how dare you sit in somebody's chair and didn't have the audacity to pay for your hairstyle. Right. So you've been there, and you understand that. People mm-hmm. don't know the real deal of what we actually go through, no but that's consider- actually one of
1: the... Yeah, they have no consideration. They think about themselves. You know, they think about themselves, and, you know, for us as barbers, people try to downplay barbers' hairstyles because, oh, that's not a real job. But I've, I've, I've been in conversation, heated debates about that where I lost my cool, you know, everybody who knows me, I'm, I'm a hothead, so I've, lo- I've lost okay, we my gonna cool. Okay, we're gonna need you not to be a hothead, <laughs> but go ahead. I've, I've, I've lost my cool, you know what I'm saying, over things like that, because it's like, it's just a principle, because I can't come to your job and feel like, do what I want to do. You know, everything is principle, and- Principle first. Yeah, principle first, principle first, and I realize a lot of people nowadays, they live their life without principle. You know, and I realize with them doing that, um, that's why their lives are the way they are. Because they don't have no values, no morals, no principle. And this is why they live a carefree life. They don't care. They care about themselves, they're, mm-hmm. self. They, they're self. all about they're for self.
0: All about self. So I'll ask you this question. What has been your favorite job? Have you had many, or what has been your favorite job? Well,
1: in my past life, you know, <laughs> I've, I, I was a musician. I've, um, huh?
0: yeah. Oh, wait, I didn't know that one. Yeah. Music, I, what, I was,
1: what kind of I was, music? I was a musician. I, 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 play, I used to play the organ. Oh. Um, I used to play Can the bass. Can you teach me? I used to play the bass guitar. You did? Yeah.
0: Oh, I really do want to play the bass. <laughs> but no, like for real, that's why I'm my yeah. bucket list. I played, you I did?
1: Used to, I used to play the four-string the four bass, and I used, to play, um, I used to play the drums. Who are you? <laughs> the jack of all trades. Yeah. I'm the jack of all trades. And so button. you've
0: done that. You've...
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything with my hand as far as just using my hand.
0: So how did you get been, into cutting here? Like, why did you decide to cut here? I mean, I think I asked you before, but I'll ask you again. Because I, I got to figure out how you get from playing one couple of my favorite instruments, the bass, and I can't play it. The piano, I can't play it. Yeah. To, to cutting here.
1: Um, it was solely, like I said, just growing in that, in that life. Yeah, you my, my did uncle, say that. My uncle's been a barber for, I want to say. I mean, He's been a barber uh, about 22, 23 years. So, as, as, as a matter of fact, you know, that's, that's, he's the one that brought me into it um, mm, and having, like I said, that. older cousins, you know. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I just took it up one day and I, just, I tried to line somebody one day, I think it was one of my cousins. And, and
0: you put it, did you put a hair ba- your line back? Your no, line no, no,
1: no, no. I actually did it very really sharp and for my, I, my cousin liked it and loved it. I said, I'm going to give it a chance. And from there, I just, I just got to it. Got to it and I saw I was making serious money and I said, this is something I could do as a profession.
0: I like that. I, I like that. What's been your least favorite job then?
1: Um, I don't have a lot of favorite. I, a don't lot have of a lot. I don't have a lot. I mean, as as of right now, cutting hair and, you know. And the promotion, the
0: promotion is what you is do. What I do. So that's me too. I can't say I have a least favorite job because mm-hmm. this is the. Um, I've been a hairstylist most of my life yeah. because I always say to people, I went to. Well, I'm telling myself on the podcast. <laughs> I was going to be a nurse. I'm a dental assistant. I do a lot of things. Like I, I have a lot of certification. Yeah, yeah. Legal certification. I did go to school for them. But this is what... This is the one thing I could get up in the morning and do. This is the one job that I'll be frustrated, tired, and you could call me in the morning and I do. So I, So for me, doing hair, being a hairstylist... It's not a job. Yeah,
1: it's not. Because
0: I believe a job is something you work at. Mm-hmm. I don't work at being a hairstylist. So I'm a hairstylist. I'm a hairstylist, sorry. So it's not a job for me. People say, well, oh, that's your job. I don't have a job.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't work. I don't have a job. Yeah. I do passionate stuff. I do clients, but I don't have a job. Mm-hmm. So I know that's the same for you because yeah, we've yeah. had this conversation mm-hmm. off camera. Mm-hmm. But with that saying, what's your why, though? Why, why is Mark? Mark why this mark works so hard and i i I like to ask young men like you what's your why because other young men need to understand that they have to have a why so what's your why
1: for me personally um especially being a young black man in america you Hmm. have to establish yourself on a on a certain platform because you know for us as black men you mm. know, we weren't, we weren't born with a spoon in our mouth. So mm. we have to really go out there and get it the way we want, especially knowing that if you have a family um, and you have some responsibilities and, you know, just set, basically setting goals, you know, and not, not trying to cheat your way out of life as far as, you know, doing anything that's going to jeopardize your future. Actually working hard and thriving for a better future for you, yourself, you know, your kids, your significant other, you know, family members, you know what I'm saying? So
0: your why is your family, your kids, mm-hmm. your, you yeah, know, your that's future. The motiva- that's the motivation. That's your motivation. And I like that because, you know, this is hard times for us. Mm-hmm. And it's hard times for a lot of people here. And sometimes, you know, we don't take advantage of it. But let me ask you a fun question. If you win a million dollars, how would you spend it? To be, ah, to be, that's to, a
1: good question. To, to be honest with you, if, if, <laughs> if, if, if God was to allow that to happen to mm-hmm. you right
0: now. $10 million, not a million, excuse me. Let me correct would, that $10 million. I would
1: only take out, and I kid you not, I would only take out $1 million. I would buy a house for...
0: No, you're going to need them more than a million dollars. You live in New York, bro. No, Come on, no, let's correct
1: no, that. No, it, be, it wouldn't be New York. I, oh, would, okay. I would buy a house. Okay. Um, I wouldn't say, I, I'm not going to say what, but I would, I would buy a house um, from my mother, I house myself. Three million. My um, <laughs> my 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 kids, my mom and myself. Um, yeah. And I would create a fund for my grandparents, mm-hmm. uh, my father, my mother, um, and I would give you know a little twenty thousand, fifty thousand here and well, there. But Mark,
0: you. I have some bad news for you. That's out of that that's out of that. The bad news is that it's you're going to need more. You're going to need to keep more than a million. <laughs> so you're going to keep 5 and you're going to donate the rest The no, no, Jaws no, no, Foundation no. is always available. Of, of, of course. You know, so donate some. Of course. But you're going to need more than a million. Of course, I'm, of I'm course. just saying. But, but that
1: that's just the immediate <laughs> thing I would do. You yeah, know, I people got it. people people get the money and they, they squander it. Nah. You know like I me, I'm I you know, I'm I'm big on budgeting. I'm big on budget I'm, I'm big on saving. So yes, I would definitely, you know, Take our million first and do that, and then over a long, over 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 a long period of time, I would definitely give back to certain charities. I would even try to build um, a, 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 even a homeless shelter, or you know, something that would take people off the streets, create jobs, little jobs where people can actually work.
0: Can I tell tell you something? What, what's that? Hmm. I'm getting it together. Your purpose is bigger than you think it is. <laughs> Oh, this is I can't do this podcast. <laughs> no, I gotta I gotta tell you this. It's no, oh my God, what is wrong with me?
1: Oh come on, Clyde, no, start, it No,
0: no, it's really bigger than you think it is, and I can't understand it. I gotta just tell you, <laughs> it's really bigger than you think it is, yeah. and and God has a special place because pe- we you are misunderstood. I mm-hmm. will put my glasses yes. on so I don't probably look crying. <laughs> You're misunderstood, and I think, too, you have to figure out what your real purpose is. No, I know my purpose. Okay, and I don't want you to repeat it. Yeah, I don't want I just need you to start walking in it. Yeah. Because you're afraid of your purpose, like, you know, we all are. Yes, I am. Don't answer me. Don't let them know (laughs) I'm right. But I'm going to say this. You are, I I misunderstood you, and, like, one of the first questions I asked you was, what is one thing, how are you misunderstood? And that's one way you're misunderstood, mm-hmm. right? Because people think you're just Mark, the promoter, Mark. You're much deeper than they, that. They label and I like that. people it just, it just that's deeper than that. Yeah. You know, they look at... Okay, so I'm going to tell you a story. I was in a conference this week, mm-hmm. right? Stop that. I was on a conference. Stop that life. I was on a conference this week, right? Mm-hmm. And my conference this week was with... My conference this week was with a couple guys, and it was with a boxer. And I always looked at this boxer, and I always say, gosh, he always be throwing money, and that's all he do. He has a lot of money, and he wasted it. But I'm going to share something with you. The most powerful interview conference, it was on, it's like I do these powerful, inspirational conferences. I'm going to hook you up on that. Mm-hmm. It was with Grand Cardone and it's GoPro. Mm-hmm. It's, it's some stuff I do. Yeah. And the boxer was sitting there talking, right? Which mm-hmm. boxer you think it is? Floyd. Floyd Mayweather. That's sounds like him. Is one of the mm-hmm. most inspirational mm-hmm. person that I've ever had. I and Emmett Smith was on that same Oh, wow. Same thing. So it was Emmett Smith one day, Floyd Mayweather another day, Stormy Wellington this way. So this is why I'm a little bit messed up. So Mm. just just forgive me. Because I'm filled with some powerful people that just pour into me. Mm -hmm. And Floyd Mayweather explained some stuff to me. If you don't do anything in your life, he needs to write a book. No, he really needs to write an inspirational book. Because I had him all wrong. And I say that to say, is that a lot, even Emmitt Smith, I look at Emmitt Smith as a, a football player, he played, because oh, my other half didn't think I knew who Emin Smith was, <laughs> right? But I do know Emmitt Smith. Uh, so when we were on the thing, I'm like, I'm listening, I'm like, these people have purpose. Mm-hmm. Floyd, I mean, I did say 50 cents. But 50 cents, is is, he's a genius. He's actually real smart. He's a cancer. You know, a lot of people don't understand how smart. Everything you do, you do is with intention, right? Yes, yes, yes. Floyd Mayweather needs to write a book. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm going to put that in my chat tomorrow on my last final class. He needs to write a book. And I don't think he wants to. Because where he is and the stuff that I've learned, I just had a, a whole thing talking to you. And I'm going to ask you this question, because I think Floyd needs to write a book. If you have to write a book, what would be your, the name of your book? If you have to write a book, what would be the name? Because it's a good book.
1: Come to terms with your, with your real identity.
0: Mm. Come into terms with your real identity, you know? Can I use that topic for a podcast? Yeah. Um, can we write that? No, I'm dead serious. Of course. I'm not going to steal your book idea. No. I just need <laughs> that, that topic. No, because a lot of us live. Oh, darn. Were you on the class? <laughs>
1: no. A lot
0: of us live with like a whole sheet over our head. Mm-hmm. You know? We live and we worry about what other people are thinking. And I, I'm sitting here having this podcast with you this conversation with you, and I'm hearing you talk about different things, and I'm saying, is this Mark having this conversation? <laughs> so, come into terms.
1: Misunderstood. Say the whole. Come to, come to terms with your identity.
0: Come into terms with your identity. Mm-hmm. What is your identity, you saying? How would you be identified? I don't mean that way. What's your identity?
1: My identity is... Man of God um, mm. Knowing that through, through, through him All things are possible that's, that's the best way I could put it
0: I'm going to tell you I can't be, Mark The last thing I thought You were going to get me emotional <laughs> But I had to like cut you off a little bit Because I'm so sorry for doing that Because you're getting me teared up. Don't
1: apologize.
0: And I appreciate you for coming. Mm -hmm. I thank you for answering. I I never call you and you turn me down, actually. So (laughs) I thank you for your yes. Mm -hmm. I thank you, actually, for your why. Mm -hmm. And I want to tell you I appreciate you. And I appreciate what you're about to do. Mm -hmm. Not what you're doing, but what you're about to do. Um, what's your information? I know you have a lot of inf- uh, parties and stuff going. How can we support you?
1: Um, you could you could um, keep in contact with my Instagram uh, at Mark the Barber, Mark underscore the D A B B A R B E R underscore, um, and my sa- my Facebook is. Mark the barber.
0: And that will uh, have all the upcoming events, including my birthday party that he's going to throw in <laughs> December. Yeah, so don't worry about it. Absolutely. Oh, I'll be in Paris. to oh, say <laughs> <laughs> So, but Mark, I appreciate you for coming. Yeah, I thank you. This anytime. was such, anytime. this was such a good interview. Yeah, thank you so much. And I appreciate you. Anytime. But I want to tell you one thing too. Stay your course. Keep doing what you're doing mm-hmm. and keep, see, keep, keep, Keep God first, the way yeah, you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheers.
1: Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you for having me.